podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Is it time to change to a 343 and who should you captain this week? Welcome to the Gianni Battici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. We've got many big decisions to make this week because many of you guys watching like me are going to be sat on two free transfers. This might be might be an excuse to change formation from a 352 to a 343 and to make that decision it's all about who your seventh and eighth attacker are, right? Your eighth attacker is usually a dead spot who you bench, but your seventh attacker is so, so important because if that is a midfielder who you're starting every week, or is that a third striker that you're starting every week? So your seventh attacker is so, so key. So in today's video, we'll look at the best options in midfield and the best options in attack and think about why we don't have X player and why we might need to head in that direction. So look, let's start off. Let's compare the last four game weeks because in the last four Four game weeks we've seen the likes of Darwin for example become a starter and Darwin's the guy I want to focus on most when I'm looking at attackers because many out there have got Haaland plus one right so it's Haaland plus say Watkins and you look at Watkins and you go do I replace him with Darwin or you look at Watkins and you go I want to keep him because he's still got a couple of very good fixtures and the chances have been coming his way but actually I want to change formation and I want to get a Darwin or I want to get an Nketiah or I want to get a Calvert-Lewin or a Solanke or whoever. So when we look in the last four game weeks and we take the non-pen XG, we can see two of the guys I've spoken about lots, Darwin and Watkins, both in the top four. I'm going to kind of rule Jackson out purely because of the fixtures and purely because this high XG mainly came from one fixture where he was playing against nine men and Spurs with their crazy offside trap and high line, which Jackson was able to exploit late in the game. But what's really important in this four-game sample size is Darwin's playing. Darwin's playing number nine. The fear for Darwin is the rotation that could come, certainly off trips. And after the international break, we're going to see Liverpool again in the early kickoff. Does Darwin play that game? Probably not, because we know Klopp doesn't like to play Darwin off the back of a long flight from South America. So when we look at Darwin's uh, fixtures, you go, great, game week 12, Brentford. Game week 13, the one after the international break is Man City. So maybe you're swerving for those. But then from game week 14, boy, does it look good. Fulham, Sheffield United, Palace. I think he's a hold and he's a wait and see until game week 14. And when game week 14 comes around, which is first week of December, Fulham, Sheffield United, Palace. But then you're slightly worried that the first game is a Sunday, the, 4th, the 3rd of December. And then the next game week for Darwin is the Wednesday, the 6th. So Sunday, Wednesday turnaround, does Klopp give him the nod for both? And to help know that, we're going to need to monitor his minutes in the next couple, including the one off the international break. But in the last four game weeks, which is the sample size we've been looking at, he's played 90 minutes twice, he's played 79 minutes once, and he's come off the bench for 28 minutes against Everton, which was, again, after the international break. So definitely one to monitor. The chances have fallen his way. He's playing in a fully functioning team. Like, wow, Liverpool's attack is as good as anyone's at the moment. I'm just slightly hesitant of the minutes when the fixtures are good for him from 14 onwards. And then we look at Watkins and go, again, like, good fixtures. Like, he's got a couple of good fixtures left. He's still got to go to Bournemouth. Um, so we want Watkins, I think, for that. And then this week, he's got a home fixture against Fulham. That is wedged between Spurs away. But with their defensive problems and the way Spurs play, I actually think it's a good fixture for Ollie Watkins. So for game week 12, 13 and 14, Watkins is 
like is is going nowhere. Then in fifteen sixteen, Man City and Arsenal. That might be the time we jump off Watkins, and then it's Brentford to get his old club. It's never easy. Um, so maybe we lower our commitment with Aston Villa attack if you've got a Diaby and a Watkins like myself in a few weeks' time. And I think that's where I'm looking. So when we're talking seventh attacker and changing formation, do we need to beeline to three forwards now? I don't think we do unless you're desperate to get, say, an Enketia. Now, Enketia's got a brilliant fixture this time round. But how long will he be in the number nine? Jesus has been called up by Brazil. We don't know if he's fit yet. And do we back Nketiah in the slightly trickier games to get his points? I feel like Nketiah is a gift when he's playing an easy opponent at home. But when he's not in one of those two things, maybe points don't drop his way as we've seen in the last couple of uh, games, which include the Carabao Cup tie against West Ham where he blanked. The midfielder list, let's have a look at the top four performing non-Pen XG midfielders. So it's Salah, as you'd expect. He's top for for non-pen XG. He's actually scored five goals, of which a couple were pens. Um, Mbomo, uh, just below Salah. Then we've got Foden, Gordon and Son. All of these players have scored two goals in the last four game weeks, but a couple of them I want to look at in detail because they are potentially your seventh attacker. And I think right here, right now, possibly stronger options, which is why maybe we want to stick with a midfield five. Mbomo, Gordon, and I think we've got to talk about Cole Palmer as well as an enabler. But Mbomo's hit an XG, a non-pen XG, and remember he is on pens, of over 2, 2.06. He had so many chances against West Ham, which he was actually unlucky that they didn't all convert. Mbomo, I think, is a brilliant asset. Again, two tricky fixtures coming up. Brentford still do well in tricky fixtures, worth noting. But then from game week 14... We want Mbomo in our teams. I'm sure we do. Like Mbomo's price is good, 6.8. So many of us can jump from, say, a Matoma or a Diaby in his direction. And in game week 14, around the same time we're talking about maybe recruiting a Darwin, we also want Mbomo for Luton, Brighton, Sheffield United, Villa. Then it's a blank game week in 18, but he'll probably double in game week 20. So he could be a fairly long-term hold for the festive period. And over the festive period, what do we want? We want players that will play 90 minutes every week. Mbomo does that. He's a fitness monster. He's never a rotation risk. Yes, the system sometimes changes at Brentford and he plays sometimes up front by himself, sometimes up front in a two, sometimes wide on the right in a three, sometimes wide in the, on the right, almost, he has, I think, once this season, almost played as a wing back. Um, but he's a very, very good option. Um, Foden's in this list. Uh, hit a 1.7 uh, XG in the last, non-pen XG in the last four, has scored twice. But then Anthony Gordon putting up good numbers. Look at the company Gordon is keeping here. He's in a chart with some big, reliable FPL assets. And maybe that's what Gordon is now. Maybe Gordon is a reliable FPL asset. 1.56, uh, similar XG, non-pen to Son. Uh, Gordon, again, is getting all the minutes. Newcastle have got injuries. He still looks fresh. He's not. It's not taking its toll, these minutes, on Gordon. A young lad playing at a level he feels comfortable at. At Everton, it was big fish, small pond. At Newcastle, he has taken to it and he's thriving in the environment. And again, we're talking about seventh or even eighth attackers with Gordon. The problem is if you have an eighth attacker as Gordon or Palmer, because you can afford them, you're benching them a lot. I don't think we want to be ever benching Palmer or Gordon. So you just throw them in as your seventh attacker and it means your sixth attacker can be maybe someone slightly more expensive. So instead of, say, a Matoma, you can spend a little bit extra and get a Darwin. I know they're different positions, but it's different spend on your sixth attacker. Palmer, again, 
three penalties in the last four game weeks. Like, you get penalties, you get a good, reliable attack. And, and Chelsea's numbers have been good um, in attack. The underlyings, the actuals, not so, but the underlyings have been good. Um, so I think, in summary, we're probably sticking with a five. Maybe in game week 14, we do look to change that if we want to keep Watkins and accommodate Darwin. But for now, Mbomo, Gordon, Palmer, three players I don't have. I want one, if not two, if not three, in the next four weeks. Can I get there? I'm not quite sure. Um, but they're in high demand, these players. And the stats we've just shown from Fantasy Football Scout members area, by the way, and go check the Scout members area out. Um, they don't lie. They don't lie at all. By the way, guys, so rare is a fantasy game. If you're into your stats, you're going to absolutely love. So do check out So Rare. The link in the description. If you want to play a fantasy game that measures tons of metrics to give you points in your team, a bit like the bonus point system in FPL, um, think you'll enjoy it if you're into your numbers. And if you're watching this, you're probably into your numbers. So check So Rare out if you fancy recruiting a new fantasy game link in the description shall we have a look at how i got on last week i don't want to spend long on this uh 22 points uh, my rank was what 185 last week okay i think was it 285 i can't remember but it was i was happy with it i've drifted out to 441k um all that good work was undone with a really bad week i'm guessing many of you in the same boat this week like many two free transfers loads of home fixtures and sport for choice for captains I'm going to probably be back in a home fixture for captain. Haaland's away at Chelsea. I'm going to look past that and go Salah, home to Brentford. But Saka and Matoma, mm, differential punt. All three of them have got good home fixtures. All three of them can pick up points. Not quite sure on the form of Salah and Saka in recent weeks. Matoma's playing well, but I'm not sure on Brighton's form. I think captaincy, a lot will hinder on how they play in the midweek fixtures. So I'll be watching those decisions and probably uh, those games and probably off the back of their European fixtures, look at the form of the team in Europe, look at the minutes the player gets, look at the form of the player in those European fixtures and then make a call on captaincy on Friday. But I do think I'll be going against Haaland this week. Guys, thank you so much for liking and subscribing. I've seen loads of you hitting that subscribe button recently. So if you are new around here, do be sure to subscribe. And of course, hit that thumbs up when you can as well. Uh, but for now, I'll be back with a team selection video later in the week. I'll tell you who I'm captaining. I'll tell you who I'm transferring in. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Podcast Network.